Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Yo, it's Kid Coffee Black. Um, I'm sure most of y'all are music fans. <clears throat> like me, uh, you're always looking for a new sound. Well, if you haven't, you should check out my sleeper section. I have uh, a collective playlist that I've been putting together over the past couple of months. Um, I used to feature the songs at the end of my shows. Uh, for some odd reason, I am no longer able to do that. So for the fourth of Oh man, I can't talk. For the foreseeable future, I will only be putting together the sleeper section playlist. Uh, sorry if this inconveniences anyone, man. Um, it's less musical research for me, <coughs> and more time I can put into my more time I can put into my shows. So, uh, yeah, man, keep fucking with that sleeper section playlist. Let's get into the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Wonderful and luxurious host, Coffee Black. Uh, 
like I said, man, first episode was part one. Um, this is part two. Um, yeah, man, we get into uh, we just go into our history, man. We just we just we talk about what it was, uh, how it was, and how we used to get down. If you enjoy part one, here's part two. We're done psychedelics. Let's start a part two. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason I don't watch like movies like that is like <laughs> you got a vivid imagination. I do. <laughs> like uh, when I zone out over here, like if I if I'm sitting here you know, in my mind, I'm yeah. watching a movie. What movie? I'm watching. <laughs> Different different events that are playing out that aren't even real, but it's a vivid imagination. It's yeah. like I can touch it. I yeah. can feel these emotions that you start these characters this are stuff going down, oh, man. No, yeah, bro, no. you could be an author. This is the problem. I mean, this is the same reason why <laughs> I've never done psychedelics. I can't get trapped there. The best part of zoning out is coming back because. <laughs> You think it's funny? <laughs> it's coming back. It's it's snapping out of it and realizing that it's not. That's real. not real. Yeah. yeah. Um, my dreams are very vivid as well. I dream every day. Yeah. I dream if I, you know, a lot of people say that sleep you don't get to REM very fast. Mm-hmm. If I take a nap for ten minutes, I will dream. And it's always been like that. I actually, you know, I, I can wake up with heart racing going through what just happened all kind of emotions yeah so happy it's a uh, everybody's telling you happy Thanksgiving yeah so it's a uh, it's things that I don't think are always connected 20, 30 more minutes and you get all your phone calls in. I know you, your family loves to talk on the phone. Uh, no. It's probably your dad to it. Co-worker. Uh, and, uh, but I do, though. I mean, uh, dreams are very vivid. Imagination is vivid. It uh, can definitely take you to some places. It's yeah, not somewhere man, you gotta write some of this. Even if it's just the character synopsis and you can have somebody come in and, and, and help you fill out the rest of the story, bro, like, that would be dope. In a way, I think it's like reading a book for you. Uh, you could never get down what you actually saw. When you read a book and you see a movie of the same thing, it's, it's not never, the same. It's not. A yeah, story. no, it's not. Your imagination. Was but that's so what I'm saying. Better. That's why you have somebody fill, fill, you know, fill in. Because I mean, I mean, we've been talking about writing stories for a very, very, very long time. Oh yeah. And we have, like, personal life references we could pull from. Is it worth telling, though? We don't have to tell, tell the same names. Well, I mean, and we, I mean we just do do what they do in the movies and embellish. <laughs> lie. Huh? Just lie a little bit. Yeah, sly a little bit. Honestly, that, I think it would be... That, that way, it... I would rather hear our real story. No, you wouldn't. I would. Because... Oh, man, you gotta add things. We can't have an alpha dog. Remember that movie? <laughs> Yo, that movie was, that was scary. Tough. That, that movie was, was tough. 
That was scary. That made me think about our that movie like, was every tough, group that I ever dude. got into and that started chilling was with people. Tough, right? was like, that was tough. Y'all cool, but y'all have to take me up on a hill. Damn, that movie was tough. Like, yo. Yeah. It was. It was. It was really like. That, but that's what I'm saying. It, that's based off a true story. They just embellished a little bit. But they like they straight up they killed that man. Yeah, no, they did that. Like, and he thought they was friends. They were friends. And there was a point where I thought, you know, there was people in our group that could turn it, oh, and set you up. What? Automatically. And I uh, still have those feelings. See, that's the thing, too. Complete disassociation. Stay wherever you are out there. I, I wish I know no ill will whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Much, 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 much love. But automatically. I think people tend to glorify their past a little too much. Yeah. And they're unsatisfied with well, the life they're living now. You know what? Not I don't that. think they glorified their past. I don't think they were actually living the way they believed that they were living. Because if they were, they wouldn't enjoy it. I think that They we, wouldn't bring it bring it up as often as, they, as you would like. I think when it comes to us, we actually tone back what we actually were going through. What? The reason I say this is because, like, I think it's uh, a gift of God that we're, we're alive. The core, the core of us, yes. Because uh, there, there were some, there were some, some of the places that I've been out, outsiders coming in that contributed to some things that could have uh, uh, gotten us in some situations for real. For real. I mean, some of the things there that were people I've, who brought dirt to our name that we didn't deserve. I mean, always remember that. Like, don't get it fucked up. Like. I can think of one. We contributed, but there was some things, man. There was some some people who brought a lot of negative energy our way. Some shit that we just we, you know, what I'm saying for the most part we were cool. If you were around us, yeah, right. But right. you had to, you had to have a little bit of a tough skin to be around us as well. Uh, that, that is very true. I guess because I mean was, we we mingled very, we mingled well. The dozens was very relevant. We mingled group. well, but when you started adding people, that's when. Shit got funny. Shit got hazy. Ladies too, as well. No, for sure, for sure. Because it seemed like I'm not just talking about men. Every time you talk to or one of us had gotten a a relationship or involved with someone, we tried to automatically make them a part of the group. Right. And I don't think the energies they were ready for it. No. We were, uh, I had to explain this to somebody the other day that they, they didn't understand that they were in great danger. <laughs> I was like, yo, you I don't just don't they, know. I don't no, I'm, they, t- I'm just talking about like the, the situation that we were actually in. Like, yo, you don't understand how dangerous that was for you. That's and at the same time, I don't like, think that you having fun. You understood that you were not going to be looked at the same way associated with us. No. And... It's just how it was. Like, we didn't care because you were going to look know. at us whatever way you wanted to, anyways. So, I do, though. I mean, I'm not, I'm not happy with the way things were. I understand it was part of it and it's who I was at the time, but like, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, that was what's up. That was awesome. If I could do it again, I'd do it exactly the same way. I I can't say I would. There are certain places because that I'm, I've been I'm even here. without y'all. And oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Like if it had to be that way, 
to get the same result. I guess I would choose it, but there there have been situations and places that I've been even without y'all. I shouldn't have been there. There were certain business deals that went on. I shouldn't have been involved in something like that. I mean, it goes to a, an extent where, like, you're deep in it now. And how I'm here now really doesn't make sense. But, I mean, for me, of course, all I see is God's got a plan. Right. And you're you're not to be, you know, it's not your time. Yeah. You have something else to do. And it's just, yeah, like, people that I associated with, even in middle school, things got dark quick. Early. Yeah. Like, moms. Talking about fifth, sixth grade. Yeah, moms was saying it like yesterday. Crack it off. I was talking about these kids, you know. I was like, kids are bad. (laughs) She goes, you were a bad kid. No, bro. And I was like, I understand that. I said, I was. I said, she's like, you guys were actually like a pack of wolves. Like, and I was like, well, one of them wolves are coming over for Thanksgiving. So, (laughs) (laughs) straight up, I mean, like. No, I thought about that. You know, like, when I went through this little situation with Leah uh, taking things from her teacher and then ultimately taking things from her mom, like, I was upset. Like I shed tears because I'm like, dude, what are you? What? Why are you doing this? Like, you you live in abundance. You don't. You're you're not cheating. Eternally, I'm not telling her. You say like you're not dealing with five percent of the shit that I dealt with when I was your age. Why are you acting out? What are you doing? What's what? What's going on? But then I thought about ten year old Phil and what ten year old Phil was up to. Because I had no but my my father. My my dad was around, but my dad wasn't a dad. My dad was still trying to figure his shit out. Mm-hmm. And my stepfather was in federal prison. I watched him walk out the door in handcuffs. I, I explained that to somebody the other day that, you know, like, some people say, you know, like, they get real upset about the police and how they react to people. And, like, they 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 portray that they're really upset about mistreatment of the police but if you haven't been through it then you don't even understand it i said you know like for one example i said you know my brother has been a part of been a part of a raid yeah and i truthfully feel like it has affected him his whole life at eight years old and it it had actually in a way scarred him to the point where it was it was frightening and I said, and you know, like with us, it's part of everyday life. Like, yeah, uh, I was telling somebody else, like, in all honesty, like I've been searched over twenty times, car ripped to pieces, set on the side of the road, and just said, "Okay, Mr. Sanders, you can put it back in now." And that was part of everyday life. Like, I told them they accomplished what they wanted. Mm-hmm. I said they accomplished their intentions. I actually don't go to certain places anymore. Nope. They put, truthfully, a fear. I was never never go past Nichols Gas Station again. That's the exact place that's in my mind. (laughs) I will never go past Nichols Gas Station again. again. Like my dad even said, you know, like, hey, go pick up some some parts for the car. No. And he was like, go to AutoZone. I was like, I'm about to go to Lake Lake Wiley. And he was like, he was like, no, there's one in Clover. You can just shoot up there. And I was like, no. And he was like, why? 
And I was like, man, I understand that I'm not in the same car. I said, but if I get pulled over, it could be as simple as them saying, oh, you have an outstanding warrant. Or you have a warrant for suspicion. Where have you been yeah. for the past year or two? Right. And I'm locked up. And they can help hold me for whatever they want. And that's the thing. Like, they accomplished. They they became an intimidating Nobody lives force. There. I'm just saying. Like, none of us. Well, I mean, I, I know somebody that still lives there. A cousin of somebody that was I, that, but I, That's what, who? T. That don't count. Actually, <laughs> that don't count. Nobody no, lives all, there. Nobody lives there. Not in Lake Wiley. Nope. Nobody lives there. Where Where did the two go? They used to live on Maple Street. Hmm? The two that used to live on Maple Street. Where'd they end up going? I know one of them had some kids right out of high school. Oh, uh. No man. I mean, that was a to me that was a that was a real smart dude. Like, no, he, yeah, he, he was. Had, but he he had he he involved himself in some really dumb stuff. Yeah. But when you actually sat back, like this was a smooth dude. Like mm-hmm. his he, big brother went to the army, and if if you're talking about the the, the middle one, right? Because um, there's actually three. Chris, Tyrone, Tyron. That's not who I'm talking about. Uh, you talking about people that live down uh, on Maple Street, like in Clover. Oh, I don't know who you're talking about there. There was two friends. Both kind of somewhat light-skinned. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, you're talking about now. Oh, man, I haven't Actually, seen... Actually, the first people are like... Yeah, 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 no, 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 exactly who you're talking about now. Um, like, I laughed at them. Like, they were... they were, Cokes they, is doing fine. He's driving a truck. Like now, that, yes, that other motherfucker, I don't, I don't know, bro. You know, he's going to be who he is. He's, he's basically still out there. That's crazy. Like, insane to me. It's just that, like, bro, you know he was all state, really. And I mean, it, he was all state. He could have went to college. <coughs> he, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He could have went to college, man. He was great. <laughs> like he wasn't. He wasn't no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Dude was great. Like great, a winning personality, intelligent. Yeah, but his 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 best friend, I feel like was a real intelligent dude. Mm. I feel like that was a person that he could have been a Fortune five hundred company runner or something. He uh he definitely made strategic. He moves. had a very CEO like uh like like mentality, didn't he? But he was he was strategic in what he did. He actually he was a smooth operator for like, sure. He may have acted. Jokey. I still talk to him all stuff. the time, bro. Really? All the time. I mean, still giving me game. That's what I'm saying. Like, this man took old heads and he actually listened. Mm-hmm. He actually grabbed bits and pieces from it mm-hmm. and applied it. And I feel like he was completely surrounded with stuff like that as well. He was, he engulfed himself in old heads. Yep. And, uh, he wasn't really about making the same mistakes as them either. 
And he didn't really. It, he he came across like the way he came. If across his best was, friend wasn't his best friend, he probably would have been. You know, what I'm saying not yeah. known at all, wouldn't have known who he was. He just uh, he hung with a real wild dude. Like, <laughs> and what's crazy is like when I first got there, I was I was pretty angry when I first got there because like, oh, I remember because things almost popped off. Well, I mean, I oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I rolled into town and like. You pretty much, I had been stripped of my neighborhood. I had been stripped of my friends because mm-hmm. I was getting deeper involved in some things, you know, that I shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. And my, my parents were starting to notice. Same situation. Uh, I had been catfished before catfish was a thing. Yeah. My my sister, actually. And if, you know, we didn't talk for for years because of this. Like, she created a fake MySpace profile, hollered at me. Some girl, and, uh, she made like she was yeah, some girl, yeah, from Clover. No, this was actually in Charlotte. Oh, no, and uh, she named a couple of friends that I had from a different high school, yeah. And she was like, What do you, what do you do, you know, like, what do you that's fucked up, man? Oh, yeah, and uh, when they, they found out, when they found out, <laughs> like, oh man, like, she was like, I never knew they this. were like, We're gonna, the next message she sends is gonna be a picture of my dad, like, and my dad was like, Oh, no. I'm no part of this. If I'm going to confront him, I'm going to confront him truthfully. Wait. I'm not about this lie. Okay. I was involved in a lot of things. Yeah. I was in, we won't have to go too deep into that. Yeah, I mean, like, worse than How does this get to the, to the MySpace stuff? Well, I mean, I... MySpace was a was a pretty cool thing at the time. MySpace was dope. You had to you got to personalize your own page. Yeah, put your own, yeah. You know, put the music in the background. Oh, yeah. you know what I'm you HTML know, code. You had, like that piff. Like, yeah, music on there. For sure. had that. Yeah. And you can turn it off. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was it was cool, and uh, I had a lot of MySpace was your shit. They had a little feature where you could search different little areas. Like, oh man, they got all kind of cute girls around here. I'm gonna go over there. Well, I had you know. I had a lot of friends that was ladies. So a new one, you know, I mean, of course, I'm, uh, I'm going to see what she's about. Can't say what I was going to do, but I'll, I'm going to see what she's about, you know. I'm going to check this out. And uh, I got a, I got a picture, a profile, and all that. And I was like, oh, okay, you know some people I know. Well, I didn't even think to, like, ask them, like, who's she? Yeah. I just started talking to her. Of course. You know, like, do you smoke? And I was like, of course. Oh, yeah. What? Like, I, I do what I do, you know. Yeah. I can get whatever you need. And it's like, do you need something? I just ended up Did we putting just too much friends? of my business out there at oh. a young age. I was like, I dabble in this. I'm talking uh, about some shit you I'm, I'm you in talk this. About, yeah, huh? like, because uh, you learn. But the whole time it's your kid. sister. You thinking it's some chick and yeah. you're trying to impress her. Oh, yeah. She was like, well, you want to meet up, you know, at a party or something? I was like, she's like, do you know where I can get this? And I was like, of course. I mean, I had that on lock. Did she snitch on you? They knew the whole time. Wait, the parents knew the whole time? Yeah, my parents knew that she was conversating with me the whole time. Oh, so they set it up. Well, she, they were worried. Wow. And they set it up. But when they went to acknowledge the fact and pretty much come out, yeah, you're caught. Right. Doing the wrong stuff, you know, getting high and just like running around selling this. Yeah, and yeah. Talking uh, too she much. She was gonna send a picture of my dad to me, and my dad was like, "No, no way. I am not a part of this. You know, this is you and your mom, and 
you know, I'm worried about him and stuff, but I'm not going to sit here and say that I was part of this deception. Right. Oh, like, so they was going to use your dad as the scapegoat. Like, he's the one who set all of this shit up, basically. Kind of just like saying, okay, you're caught by your yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're caught by your dad. Well, they can. I was going to ride my dirt bike in the 4th of July parade. Yeah. Because we always did that. We would go riding in the parade, act a fool, all of us in our dirt bikes and stuff on the streets because we was allowed. And we cut off onto some trails after the parade. Right. Pretty much just go get blazed and like just ride all day because 485 wasn't wasn't done yet. Yeah. So we rode 485 before it was finished. Oh, bro, it was so, shit up. Oh man, it was fun because like would have got caught with the, the jail? bridges were in. It. <laughs> <laughs> bro, so fun. We could go from we could go from West Side Tuckasegee all the way to Mount Holly Huntersville Road. Road, I mean, though. just wide open. Oh, one take again. Oh, uh, we. I mean, I ran out once. I believe it in like, the mud too. Oh yeah, but <laughs> yeah, you got to push it back. I went uh, to get dropped off, so my dad loads up my dirt bike and everything. We're going to transfer it to my mom's because, like, he lives you know somewhere else. My phone was going to die soon. And uh, you know, we get there and like we're at a gas station. We transfer the bike over to my mom's, and they confront me. Mm. And it's my stepdad that comes to me and uh, basically like... Like, yeah, bro, you don't get to talk to me like this. He's like, you <laughs> think you're going somewhere? He's like, you think you, you're going to do something? He was like, I'm going to tell you now. You live in my house with my daughter, my little stepsister. Yeah. He's like, are you going to bring this this stuff in in my house? You're going you gonna to sell this in my house? And, you know, it was a... Uh, 30-year-old dad to me is like... Yeah, no, nigga, you wrong. Well, I mean, the past that we had, my stepdad and I, you know, I was put out, me and my sister were put out at 14 because we we constantly. He's right, but he ain't the motherfucker who's supposed to be telling you this. Well, I mean, like. It's basically how you was feeling. The circles that I rolled in at that time, (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) he's like, he's like, if you do this, and it was a, it was a heated, you know, argument. Yeah, no, it wasn't no little. You bring this into my house. My daughter, I'm gonna beat your ass. And I said, tears running down my face. If you lay a hand on me ever again, I will kill you. And I was so serious, and that's why, you know, so emotional, like I was shaking and stuff. And he was, he stood back and everything. And I was, I just was, I was like, you know, calls could be made. Right. And I was not. Super not happy about that now. But Top of the conversation. It was... You've always had your finger on that button, my G. That's, see, that's the problem, though. You've always had your finger on that button. And by the grace of God, it was never It was never utilized. pushed. Because there, was, a, there were times where... There's a button you push TTG. that you can't unpush. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, I think it would have actually eaten away at a piece of me. Oh, for sure. For the rest of my life. Yeah. No, you lose a part of yourself after that. And... After that, you know, like, I got shipped to Clover. You're going to go stay with your dad now. And when I got there, like, there's cows right down the street. And I'm like, oh, this is yeah. so bull. Complete culture shock. Like, I, I feel you. Been there. So when I got to school, I only wanted to do one thing. I wanted to go kind of just get back into my comfort zone. Mm. I wanted to go get back into people that... We're in a way an outsider, but we're uh, 
someone like that, you said, you needed to be back around the people who made you comfortable. Yeah, I mean and, the, and the, the, those, the neighborhoods the, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. In a way, like I felt more comfortable in a not a good term, but a, like a dirtier neighborhood, somewhere yeah. I didn't feel like it was just it's uppity, just too polished. And, yeah, you know, I, no, I get that. 100%. <laughs> and so when I met this dude, I met him and I was like, hey, right, you know, I get some butt. He was like, go talk to this dude. And I was like, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, come down to the block. Don't do that. And I was like, <laughs> no, where's the block? And he I was like, do that. we go to the, the white building, it's the club, and he turned right, and then, you know, I'll find you. And I was like, okay. So I, I take my old school down there and everything, and I'm like, he said this was the hood. Y'all got windows. <laughs> And he, he's so surprised when he actually shows up. He's like, bro, I didn't think you was going to come. I thought you was going to be scary. And I was like, bro, we ain't in the hood. He goes, yeah, we are. Yeah, you is, bro. <laughs> and he was like, bro, I don't see plywood on any of y'all's windows or no bars or like there ain't even nobody walking around right you now. You come from a very city mentality. Yeah. Like, I, like when I was in a, a rougher side of town there, like... It was in some, some it, it was there was a couple houses you didn't want to walk in front of. Yeah, yeah like, like there was places that you didn't walk past. I, I went through the same thing when I took Chris to Cleveland a couple years ago, and I had him uh, down there on the stoop smoking weed with my cousins. It was it was, it was, was hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah, no, constantly head on the swivel. Like, <laughs> please be aware. And the whole time we sitting there, they talking about the dude across the street getting shot and shooting at his girlfriend. And I'm like, there you go, right there, straight, bro. <laughs> I got even at the chicken spot and shit. We we go. My aunt take us to the to my aunt Dodge take us to the uh the open she, pit chicken spot. She cool. Take us to the chicken spot, and uh, we lady. we going back through. She dropping us off. Ambulance out there. Right in front of the chicken spot, we was just eating. <laughs> and I look back at him. I'm like, like "You sure want to go here?" Damn. <laughs> but I don't know my why. City. I really don't know why I, I feel way more comfortable there than I do in a polished area, or even in like somewhere that someone will smile and you stab you in the back. You understand the intentions of these people, and when you are around people who you can you can sense when things are starting to escalate. super genuine. Yeah, like the passion is there. When they love you, they love you, and when the hate is real, you you see it. Mm-hmm. They won't let you get out the car. It's just um, as opposed to being in these well manicured neighborhoods where these people will smile in your face and, and secretly they all back. hate you. Yeah, but like it's but like you have something that they need, or you. You you f- you fill a position in their life, so they have to keep you around. I feel like that's everywhere you go, though. Like mm-hmm. to the fact that that's what I mean. Like people will smile at you, and then they will be dirty on the other side. Yeah. I mean, you. They smile in your face. If we were to uh, this place right here is, is very unique. Backstabbers. The Charleston itself. Backstabbers. <laughs> <laughs> If we were to walk down the street together in this place, we are going to be uh, looked at in a very ill light. We should not be together. I don't think so now. I'm going to live here. No, you're right. We are up to no good. Us two? Yeah. We always up to no good. I mean, that's kind of our look. That's the cut of our gym, buddy. We have like this this stereotype of intentions that... uh, 
That's what that's what we're about. Looking the way we look, you might be right. You just I I, I have to I always have to go back to the aesthetic. Because aesthetically, we don't look like two people who actually mean you any well. I mean, I, I have a face. You have a face. We have those faces. <laughs> and you know what faces I'm talking about. Like, bro, we got those faces. You know, I don't I don't see myself like that. But somebody told me that the other day. Like, look at the way he walk. You know he, like, yeah. he about something. Uh-huh. And I was taken back. I was like, "I'm, I'm cool. Like, like that part of me is gone. That I put I'm that guy in the cage somewhere. He's chilling. Like, I don't but, like violence like, at all. That's the way you. That's, that's your bop, though. I don't even know what it's it just is. Just a different bop, man. I don't, I don't see myself as intimidating. So I don't understand what other people see. It doesn't compute. Back to martial arts. When you understand that you are a weapon and you're capable of such things, your presence is different. I just don't see it. Like, I don't see what people see. I, so I can't even say why they do you, see it. Do you not understand it, though? You I, you might not see you know, it, I, you know, but I, do you I, understand it? I don't know if I do. Because at the same time, I don't see other people as intimidating. Well, why? I don't see other people as... I understand. I, I understand everybody's in, uh, the potential ex- for violence, man. To the highest extent, you're just a person. No, of course you, uh, you it's, like, it's like coming across a celebrity, okay, mm-hmm. in a way. There are people that get infatuated. I've seen Marcus Lattimore at, at the grocery store. Yeah, they, they get infatuated. They, they want an autograph. They want a, a picture to remember forever. Yeah. I truthfully do not care. Like, right. I think you're cool. I think it's awesome that you're successful. But Great to meet you. I mean, you're just a person to me. You're a person that's that's made it, and I'm happy for you, but... You're not a star I think, to me. I think my interpretation is I understand my propensity for violence. I understand how much I enjoy it. I understand. I, I like I like watching uh, martial arts. I like watching boxing. I like um, watching the UFC. I I enjoy it for what it is. I'm the polar opposite. So I see other people's. I see other people enjoying violence, so I understand their propensity for violence. I understand that every man has the potential to get nasty if they have to. I, I so I walk around with the respect that everybody it, today could be the day that they push that button. I realize my potential, and I don't like it. I don't enjoy causing harm or going to a, a Me place no. where. You know, okay, that makes sense. Because I really like punching people in the face. Mm-mm. It's been a long time, but nothing feels better to me than punching somebody in the face. I just, I don't want to punch people in the face. I'm old. I don't need to be fighting like, nobody. There's a reason. I don't really watch stuff like that. I don't watch boxing like because I, I do. I I've had I have enjoyed it, but it doesn't fulfill anything for me. Mm. I don't like it. I don't like violence. Like I understand sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes you have to do what you have to do. But if there's another way, I would rather take that way. Yeah. Just because I I don't. 
there are many more things that I could be doing with my time. Of course. Time is precious. Only thing you ain't getting back. And it's it's it's, it's a lot of energy. It's in renewable currency, man. Very, very, very valuable. You don't get no more. This person is a it's abundant, person. but you only get a little bit. This person has a you know, a childhood, a family. They care about certain people, they have goals. They do this. They go to. They go through life just like everyone else. I've inserted myself into seeing them as a person, as someone that, you know, has the same struggle as me. Maybe not in, exactly, but they they have a struggle. Mm-hmm. And I have compassion for that. I have empathy for that, and uh, I don't want to cause them harm because. The way we've always been is, uh, you come at me, say you beat me, I'm gonna come back till I'm dead. Yeah. I'm gonna keep coming back. Yeah, no. And I that that actually is something that I don't want to be a part of, <laughs> because to be consumed with that is pointless. Yeah, no, for sure. So I mean, like, I understand my potential of hurting someone, but I don't want to. I mean, I may even, you know go into a boxing class. But I would not do it to fight. No sparring? I would not do it to be like, I'm going to prepare myself or, or I'm, I can't wait to show this on somebody. I would do it for myself. Like, I want to be quicker. I want to hone my skills. I want to be able to, you know, just, <coughs> you know, be a fit person. Yeah. Because I feel like no one really understands unless you're in a ra- in a ring, mm-hmm. bouncing around for a minute and thirty seconds. A minute and thirty Exhausting. seconds, you're drained. Exhausting. I mean, we not to mention younger, just running the ropes and going in a circle. I bought gloves. Punches. I bought gloves, and when we was in the neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. And sixteens, twenties. Ooh. Because come to find out real quick, the smaller the glove. The worst you're going to be hurt. Oh, for sure. So we went to Walmart, you know, Everlast, you know. And it was overwhelmingly uh, oh, you, euphoric. Gas. Yeah. Euphoric, though. It feels good, but you get gassed real fast. Because you, 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 you're burning a lot of energy from being excited. You're burning a lot of energy I didn't like the moving. fact that I enjoyed uh, putting someone or putting someone in check. Why? Because they thought what was going to happen. Did happen. And what actually happened is they got tore up. But it was something that was so reactive. It wasn't so methodical to me. I wasn't sitting here, you know, getting your moves down and like countering. When you did something to me, my body reacted and it connected. And I caused you harm. Natural pugilist. On accident. Straight up accident. So why didn't you I keep broke going? someone's nose with the twenty. Should have kept going. I didn't intend to do that. I was in my feelings about a whole other situation. <laughs> so you took so like aggression well, out of somebody else's face. I didn't. I thought we could just you know go body shots only. No. no. Well, this is what I, I got home. I see my little stepbrother. This is another situation. Little stepbrother and my sister's boyfriend. In the in the yard, and they just playing around oh, with I boxing gloves, right? 
<laughs> and uh, I get there, and I was like, I'm, I'm going through things that we going through, in the in the town. Yeah. And at that point in time, I was an angry person. Like I was always frustrated. This is when you first something. got to the, got to the town, right? Well, I mean, uh, was or was this like a little while or so after you met us? It? Yeah, yeah. We was actually we had the wreck had happened, and I actually, you know, like straight up. No matter what we've been going through, feuding, whatnot, I care for y'all. Like, I hope everything's okay. And I feel like that's the way we started our relationship. Y'all... You're talking about the, the Christmas ring. I think it started before with... Before that. No, I think we it started with school, right? the flip on Param. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you weren't Dude, involved. I always fucking forget that. Yeah. And what's No, I is, was involved. Me and Brittany oh, were the first people there. Okay. And for some reason, I got the call. Yeah. I don't know if it was our in-between friend with Dreads, but I got the Probably. call. Probably. And I was at work. You know, turned up at work always. Yeah. I was a dishwasher. I had plenty of time to do whatever <laughs> I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, we were still in high school. And it, uh, <laughs> I, I had a real <coughs> strong concern for y'all. Like, I was at work. <coughs> Like, yeah, we, we pretty much hated each other on a day-to-day. No, like, yeah, legit. And I don't know really why. I think it was... Well, because I, I, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Uh, you had beef with the dudes on the football team. Yeah, because y'all thought y'all run shit. <coughs> they thought they ran shit. No, you thought you they, ran, they ran everything. Like, that school was theirs. Right, like, so... You even got respect from the teachers. You got respect from stupid stuff. Like, this is a football game. I go down the street, and people that don't even have kids, they got Go Blue Eagles. And I'm like, really? This is where I live? Y'all think y'all got influence? (coughs) And you did. You did. But, like, it goes back to the same thing. You're just a person to me. Don't think that I think you're hot shit. Yeah. So, dudes just so happen to know how I got down. You know what I'm saying? I said, man, this dude's coming from Charlotte. He's talking about his brain. Like, bro, they don't. They don't really want to do that. Let me beat this dude. They, the thing about it is, there was a group <coughs> of those that football players that tried to intimidate me. They tried to act like they were like, a gang. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when they made the, they made a call as a joke. Yeah, no, I to, remember. Hundred uh, percent. It actually wasn't them, but they wanted to act hard, and they said, "Yeah, we said it. So what?" Yeah. It was about no. They were popping shit. They were popping shit. They they the one who made with the call was actually in Charlotte. Yeah, it was one of this this old dude that I actually told him like walk up on like he he tried <laughs> to intimidate me as well. Tried yeah, to bully me when I was younger. And one day I kind of just lost it and I just flipped it out and was like, "Bruh, walk up <laughs> on me fast again. I'll put it in your face." And he was like. Oh, oh, and this was a big dude. Yeah. Like he, he actually understood. I'm not gonna mess with Ryan anymore. Right. And so they, they claimed they was like, yeah, I called. So what? Well, you just said you was gonna rape somebody. Yeah, no. So um, wow. here's, here's how this is gonna go down. Get your peoples. Get all you want. <clears throat> and I'm gonna make a couple calls. Probably just two. And they, they thought the gang stuff was a game. They did. I mean. Not a- Remember, man, and I'm like, not gonna say that. It, it was only white kids at, in Clover. I, that's what I'm saying. But see, like, it, it, I had the, ran with the, circles. I'm not gonna say that I got initiated, but I like I associated with myself enough with people that were involved in gangs, right. lower level soldiers, of yeah. course. But 
But that's enough. Those are the connected. ones who's doing the, doing the damage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I made the call <coughs> and everything came to be, like a meeting was set, we was going to do something. I made a call and I tried to call back and be like, okay, y'all coming? I don't even remember how this got back to me. And but I was just like, all right, where, where, where we going? We better have a rumble. About to go get my jump. Yeah, like you know outsider man? style. Go get, like my, socials, go get my little thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come up here and see what's happening. Right? That's what I thought. I mean, I, I was I ready. Thought, I, I kind of had this stupid uh, ignorance that that's where it was going to be as well. But when I made the call, I was like, okay, they got like 30 people. How many we got? And they were like, we got five. We about to kill them all. Yeah, we got guns. Shoot these niggas. Yeah. That, that was, like I mean, that's spray. what I was thinking. Like, yo, all right, they, they finna come strapped, so I'm gonna go home and get my gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude called me, and I, I called one of the other yeah. dudes, and he was like, he, he texted me, and he was like, hey, man, I don't got no problem with you and stuff, but I gotta fight with my boys. He was like, I think you're a cool dude. Yeah. You know, white dude. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, big big dude. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, goof, yeah. goofball. Yeah, man. Super goofball. Zach. Yeah. And, uh, Super goofball. <laughs> and uh, I think Zach was the one who called me. He was like, hey, "Man, uh, I called it. We got some, we got some problems, man." I so like, I what? called him. I said, "Look, look, bro. I know you got your people and stuff." And I said, "But this is the thing. They're gonna kill y'all." Yeah. And I said, "To be real with y'all, if I get them to come forty-five minutes down the road, I'm not gonna be able to turn them around." No. Like if I'm in the car, I'm in the car. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna be mad at me. If I wasted their time. And uh, I was like, so things need to get handled. Let me figure this out. Well, the dudes that said they called, they actually called and they was really nervous. They they apologized. They apologized to my sister. And uh, I never got messed with again after that. So, you know, I, I hate that I became scary at that point. No, but I was like, yo. So you, you, you know, like this, I thought it was hilarious that I thought that whole situation was hilarious. For some reason, like there was a lot of jealous dudes oh, around man. that area. Like, Super. I never went after their. And, and ultimately, that's what I, I realized what it was. I was like, yo, these dudes are just jealous of how they're getting down. I got and then I seen you was hanging yeah. with dude and, and, and uh, Rail was my best friend. And Rail and dude have been cool since seventh grade. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like a natural thing. And then Andy came back to school. So yeah. he he kind of, our senior year, he, he kind of had a car oh, and yeah. was like, oh, we out. Mm-hmm. Oh, we out. Who, By that who time, was though, out of school already? By that time, we was, yeah. I met Hoover, man. And, and then I was we was like, everywhere with Fatty. I needed cigarettes, so I was like. You better be my friend. No, yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of weird how everything just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, I felt like in the beginning, there was a lot of dudes that I already got the attention of their ladies. And I didn't try. I mean, at first. It was just some natural I fed shit. Off that you be the new dude at school. That's how it happened. But I felt like y'all was like, oh, this dude think he hot. And I was just like, I'm doing my own thing. I don't really care who who cares or who don't. So we we clashed. Now nah, I was like, yo, you thought you was fresh. It was like, yo, who is this motherfucker running around with dude? Think he fresh out here? Like, I did this nigga shoes. Like, I'm kind of nice. Like, I'm kind of nice. Kayla, it's kind of nice. But I just like who is this motherfucker? You know, after all that and stuff, you know, we and then I had class did. with your sister. 
Yeah, and y'all became like friends. Yeah, right? like I fell in love with her because she's goofy. Mm-hmm. And like it was so funny though, like because like y'all y'all made like you real like we became good friends and stuff, but like. Y'all used to not smoke on Sundays. Or like, <laughs> I was like, hey, bro. You trying to be smoke. real straight, yeah. bro. I was trying to be as straight edge as possible. We only possible, do it on the weekends, bro. I was bro. trying to, like, yo, I was trying so hard to make it to 18, bro. Yeah. I was trying so hard to make it to 18. If I stayed out of trouble until 18, my record got exposed. So I was, bro, I was trying my hardest to be a good kid. Trying so hard. It was difficult. It was very difficult because there was times like, yo, you don't know what I would do to one of y'all. But I did, though. I mean, like, after all that, like, going back to the boxing and stuff. I, bro, I had my first, like, nope. Had my first pistol at 13 years old. I brought it from Cleveland. Like, I was ready for one of you motherfuckers to act stupid. Knowing, like, what I knew. But you didn't know. No, I, I didn't. I, I didn't really know. did not want anybody to, to, to fuck with me. No. I understand that, but, like, at the same time, like, Nobody really knew but certain people what I was involved with as well. And yeah. like, I, I have super, like, you know, weight that I have to carry on that. For sure. There are uh, business transactions that I set up mm-hmm. that, you know, tools were, were being sold. In, right. For you know? very cheap. And it's, you're looking at it like, yo, what? It was just something that I oh. almost felt like I, I just I could do it. People needed this. People mm-hmm. needed that. Make it happen. <laughs> when I shot my brother in the eye with the BB gun, that's when I had to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I think, like, <laughs> I don't even think I realized the magnitude of the things that I was doing. Not at all. And that, that's what I'm saying. Like, by God's grace, like, I just, I think the craziest thing in the world way. is I put this expiration date on my life. I did it as well. And Mine was at 22. I was, I was 21. And I just didn't. I mean, I have care, and then people would always say, "Like, what Leah do you want to be when you grow and up?" I was like, "Oh shit, mm-hmm. I gotta live." Well, what are you gonna be when you grow up? And I was like, "I really don't see myself past twenty-two. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, like I, I just, and I didn't. It didn't bother me. It was just like I'm about to live fast. I always had this idea that do you think young people go through a midlife a midlife crisis if their life expectancy is a certain age? I think that because there are people who believe, mindset, like us, that we won't make it to a certain place, so we try to get out all of our living very, very early. I think you know you're you're portrayed as a male as your midlife crisis is in your forties, and you feel like your life is coming down to a certain point. You want to do this and go buy a bike and this, that, and the other. Yeah, I just feel like uh, either my phone's gonna go dead before. No, that's there. It's on. I see. But it's just that I think depending on your mindset and your age that your mind is at, you could feel that at any time. Mm-hmm. You could feel that, you know, like, I want to I wanna break out and I want to do this and I want to do that. And uh, you start to live young, even though you already are young. But in your mind, you've already been through so much. You're old. You know, feel like an old man sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And it's... If if no one understands it, it's, it's something like a weight that you carry. Like you feel used, like you've you've gone through a lot. Yeah. So you feel like you've experienced life in multiple lifetimes, 
in just a few few short years. Yeah. No, I mean, <clears throat> I tell people all the time, like, I've, I've lived a lot of lives. But I, like, I lived in the hood. I lived in the gated community. I've seen, like, a lot of different shit. I've been homeless. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've lived multiple lifestyles. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I've been, you know, and what's crazy is we've been through pretty much the same thing at different periods in yeah. our lives and sometimes at the same time. Right. And it just, uh, it makes you think of experienced is a bad word, but you, uh, well, I was experienced a bad word. And just, just to how to describe it uh-huh. because you're, it's a little minimalistic. You're more, yeah, I got 3% on my battery. You're more, uh, <laughs> broken in, I guess. Mm. You, you've been, uh, weathered. Broken in sounds awful. Doesn't so does weather. <laughs> I like experience. Experience experience sounds like I've gained a little bit of wisdom on my way. Broken in sounds like they just, you know, they used me, abused me, and threw me the fuck away. Hung me up wet. Uh, oh. Like. That's gross. <laughs> that's where that saying comes from. It's, road hard and hung up wet. Yeah, bro, that's not a. I'm just saying. Really. Like, gone through a lot, and then you feel sure. like it's taken. You know, a toll on your mind and my body. Yeah, so you feel older. I I don't ever claim it as myself. I actually get that from what people say about me. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just constantly like that. You know, I don't I don't see myself a certain way. I just go off what other people have said. Like a twenty thousand people done said it, so I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's true. Right. Because I mean, but yeah, I mean, like all that violence and stuff it just i don't want to be a part of it when i broke that kid's nose i felt bad but it was a reaction thing it wasn't something that i thought about i don't know when i knocked out old buddy at that party i feel we we put the gloves on the man ain't gonna fight okay (laughs) and i was like let's just do body shots you know let's just go a little bit jump around he was like okay why why you fight that man he said he will fight i mean i was just like i didn't know your little brother you was like all right might as well i could say that was an excuse but i was just angry dude and two things can be so true. he bobbing back and forth and uh, I said, you know, nothing in the face. Let's just, you know, have a little right in the body, you know, nothing crazy. Well, this man, you know, like we we tap a couple times, go into the body and this man gets upset. You can see it on his face and he throws a punch and it hits me in the belt buckle. Like he low blow. He tried to low blow you. And. He goes straight from the belt buckle and swings Haymaker at my face. And in all reality, like, I didn't even think about it. My gloves went up. Ducked the foot? No, I went You made his ass? Yeah, I made his ass, for real. I went back, but when I came back, no, I came, I leaned over top of him. Overhand. And straight, like, punched down on him. Yeah. No, not even. Like, I just straight, bop. And when I did, whoop, his nose was just gushing. And I was like, oh, my bad, man. I didn't even mean to do that. He, I was like, I didn't know you had a sensitive nose. You know, like, I'm sorry. When we got into the light, his nose was sideways. And, you know, my dad, he's he's hilarious. <laughs> Your he, dad was there? Yeah, oh yeah. My God. He's hilarious. Like, they go in. They're going to the bathroom. I'm trying to walk into the house. Dad turns around, looks back, and goes, I thought his nose always looked like that. 
But things became real serious real quick. His mom wanted me to pay for a $25,000 surgery. I'm not doing that. I was like, no. It was just, it was just play. Yeah, man. It was like, an accident. Man. We were so, protecting in the pugilistic arts. Yeah, there was, there was conflicts and stuff, but I, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy hurting this dude. Like, but it was. It was complete reaction. Like when he swung <laughs> that you know that happens all day long. <laughs> you know how that was the greatest thing all day, ever. All day. You should see people come by. <laughs> people come by that house and the dogs run out and like the pit. The pit hits the fence as hard as he can. Jesus Christ. Bro, they would run across the street. <laughs> Kids go running, everything. There's some people, man, that they was come to the great. Truck. <laughs> come to our driveway, go straight across the street. Oh, that was great. Oh, yeah. Them dogs are wild, man. Come on, walking by that little pop. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, she didn't even break stride. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't I, I don't know why. I, I don't really. I think I'm going to I'm 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 end this one because my phone's going to die. Go ahead. But I mean, we, we got to hold keep talking shit. Yeah, you'll have to edit that. Why? No, that's great. I'm leaving that in.